0: Is there a doctor in the house? You bet. Hi, it's Dr. Lisa, and it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. I give a shit. I mean, at least I act like I give a shit. Um, So uh, I want to encourage you to uh, donate to uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. You just go to the website, and uh, we try to get people to donate like a dollar a month um, just to make sure that – Donating actually feels better than drinking, believe it or not. Believe it. I mean, the sixth or seventh drink I'm talking about. Um, so I'm excited about who I have on my show today. I have Jim Malone, who uh, is actually another uh, show host here, and I've never had a uh, host, another host, on before. So I think it'll be really cool. Plus, I already know Jim. And have a uh, warm place in my heart for him, so I think um, I'm. I'm happy. Actually, as I was sort of starting to tell Jim right before we got on air, I'm kind of happy that Jim's here today because I had the most neurotic causing morning. I had the worst. Like, oh my god, it, um, you know, like women are terrorized by their tits. I mean, men, men, you know, men. Men think it's great to have, you know, tits are all fun and games to you guys. But to us, it is a fucking nightmare. So a few, like eight years ago, I had uh, stage zero cancer, which they should never even put the word. Let me tell you something. It is the most fucked up thing they do to women. It's just this big scare tactic that involves. Well, it's not really a scare tactic, but without getting into it, it's more of a psychological trauma than it is a physical one. And uh, I've put it way behind me, but I, you know, go for my mammogram every year. And this year they decided to add in a sonogram, and the sonogram had something on it that m- made me really like sitting around. They don't tell you what's going on. They just come back and take pictures after pictures. And uh, and now I have to go for a... Um, Biopsy, but I don't think it's a big deal, like the the guy spent the whole time, finally at the end, after they get you all worked up, they bring you in and show you the doctor who's like, "Don't worry, don't worry, so I'm not really that worried about it. I'm just really pissed off at how they fucking terrorize us through our tits. Jim, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I'm learning.
0: (laughs) So anyway, um, when you appreciate you heterosexual guys or lesbians or whoever, if you're appreciating a woman because of her tits, remember, it's not all fun and games for her. There's a lot of work and a lot of mental anguish. Okay. So, you, you know, say thank you for taking good care of your tits so I can enjoy them. Jim, will you remember that?
1: I uh, and I would hope that uh, you know you uh, the male uh, uh, in the partnership can uh, can help give them some tender loving care. Oh think. yeah, so no new. guys
0: are happy to touch them mostly. You yeah. know, the, even my sixty year old tits, I had them on display. You know, I mean, I mean, I have nothing you about. Did. It. Yeah, I don't mind hiding my. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't necessarily want to show them off, but I don't. I don't give a shit one way or the other. I mean you know everybody there yeah look you know i have so been dr lisa gives a
1: shit about everything except showing her tits she doesn't give a shit about, I don't give that. A shit about that
0: ask me anytime i'll show them to you if you really want to see them <laughs> i mean it's not nothing that all that special but mm-hmm. so anyway i want to get to you jim because we want to do some psychoanalysis psychotherapy on you today and um what i really want to do is before we do that is get to talk about your show a little bit i want to hear about it and i want to hear about what you've been up to like t- do a little self-promo, if I if I may be so bold as to put it that bluntly.
1: Okay. So, uh, I actually, it's funny. I just listened to my um, very first show over the last couple of nights, uh, 50 years ago this week. That's every Tuesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Right Eastern here. time. Right, right, right here. Right here. Yeah. On Radio Free Brooklyn. And uh, it's called 50 Years Ago This Week, and uh, the way it started, very briefly, is that a um, uh, Basically, I was home and not doing a whole lot, and uh, decided that I would. Actually, I think it was inspired partially by Travis D. You know Travis? Yes, yes, right? yes. Uh, and he is just a such assiduous work of um, of uh, putting up uh, on his blog. Uh, birthdays of vaudevillians and i want mm-hmm. to do something like that and i've always been kind of obsessed with pop charts and i realized that i was getting to the age where i begin to remember what they were playing on the radio 50 years ago i'm uh, i just turned 60 uh, in september
0: mm. a ni- S- 1956
1: baby uh 1955 baby oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah right oh but okay <laughs> and um uh so uh, i i put up on uh Facebook every week uh, 50 years ago this uh, today uh, on, you know, and, and said what was number one or number two or what was the highest rank I hadn't done yet. And just did a little report about uh, what a song was, posted up the covers and uh, that kind of thing. Uh, so uh, people knew about it and, uh, you know, people liked it. And uh, when Rob and Tom uh, started the station, they asked if I wanted to put that on the air. And I said, sure. And it's a lot more work. So what I do every week is uh, we look at the chart from exactly 50 years. Ago from the Billboard Hot 100. It's all online. And uh, I uh, play pretty much every song that is on the chart uh, on its way up, and then I uh, flesh that out with covers of songs. Um, that either you know that came after, or in the case of a song that was a cover, perhaps the original or earlier versions of it, and uh, we count it down from forty to one every week. Wow, that's so awesome! That's a lot of work, Jim, isn't it? It is a lot of work. It's not it just, just like, takes like getting me about, um, five hours to prepare the wow. show. Wow, uh, I, I have to. Uh, I basically buy, you know, the songs I don't have, uh, which comes to about 10 bucks a week or so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as, as, as songs enter the thing. And so I've got this great library um, of mm-hmm. uh, uh, songs from the, the mid-60s. And, and
0: you're expanding your knowledge as well.
1: I am, yeah. It's. it's I mean, uh, you –
0: yeah, I mean it's a lot of work but it sounds like a much, very rewarding.
1: Yeah, I got to where I would and we may talk about this later about my fascination mm-hmm. with randomness, but I decided I was stressing too much about what covers I wanted to play so I adopted a a random system of how I choose the covers that I'm going to play. Basically, I take a rank at random and see if there's anything there and then I try and play the top hit on iTunes uh for a show for for any given song and that has led to some fascinating things i didn't know i mean for example the uh one good one was Sonny Bono had one hit, a solo hit. It was called Laugh at Me, uh, which was a hit in 65. And there are so many punk bands that did that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that did the cover of that. Uh-huh. It's amazing. So I played five or six of those. Oh, um, wow. That and, that
0: sounds and, really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so there's there's always a surprise every week. Wow, uh,
0: it sounds like a trip down memory lane for – like, but it, but it sounds like you really kind of get the spirit of this. The time period.
1: Yeah, I mean now we're Which you know cool. we're getting into uh, stuff I I remember a lot of it. You know, I mean I think growing I mean, or rather in my twenties, thirties, listening to radio, I would listen to oldies radio a lot. So I would you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would know a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff already And you
0: play music you used do. to? Well, or you I, do now? I,
1: I do, in fact uh, The other thing How I would I like to plug, if I may Is uh, I will once again be in Jessica Delfino's uh, Funny Songs Fest I
0: did not know that
1: Oh yes you, you, How do I know
0: this is Jim.
1: Oh yeah, you're I'm just a sure. guy
0: that I like hang out at parties yeah, with. Yeah, right. I no. don't, I don't even know like the
1: the oh, more well. the
0: more deeper valuable parts of your
1: in fact existence. One, I, and I,
0: I guess it's good that you're on the show so I can find I, out.
1: I, I thought I thought of asking you whether I should do a certain song this time, which uh, obviously you haven't heard any of my songs, which is. But uh, yeah, I, I got into um, I got into funny songwriting. When I discovered Ah. the surf reality scene Uh, shortly, um, uh, I I showed up at surf Ah, reality in 96. You're part of that whole history. Yeah, and and I I mean, I tried writing songs. I I tried to form a band a lot of time in Boston, and uh, that never worked out, Uh, but I kind of – my breakthrough song here in uh, Surf Reality, probably in '97, uh, was the Hemorrhoids song. Oh, uh, that sounds I, really cool. It, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is there anywhere fun. we can hear your songs? Are they online now? Or um, there is—I'll tell you what. You know what? There is a YouTube uh, of me doing um, uh, three songs at uh, there was a cabaret. 24-hour cabaret marathon on january 2nd of this year so that's up there oh will
0: you send that to me send me a link to that and i'll post it and then i can also appreciate the other side of jim because i just think like when i go to like a party of whoever that we know in common i'm like oh there's jim he's always like fun and relaxing jim i find you very like you know i get uh socially anxious sometimes around people but you don't you don't push that button for me Good. Uh, and I don't know why that is, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I appreciate it, though. That's uh-huh. all I'm saying, which is probably why um, I know you more as a person that I have seen in in person, as as opposed to, like, somebody that I've spent time around as opposed to somebody that I know just from what they do.
1: Right, right. Let, let me uh, get in those dates. Uh, oh, yes, please it's, do. Uh, Thursday the 19th at 10 o'clock. It's a late, late show. Of May, May? Of May, yeah. That'll be at Jessica's Space called The Unicorn. It's on Henry Street in Chinatown. 105 China,
0: Henry Street. You got it. 105 Henry Street. It's a great place, yeah. and Jessica's awesome. Shout out to Jessica because she's pregnant.
1: Yeah, and then um, on Saturday night... I'm sorry. On Friday night, uh, I'll be once again part of the 50 Funny Songs show, and that's going to be at Littlefields. Oh is a, wow! Yeah, that's so great. Is, and those are always very rowdy. Um, and uh, I think I got the majority of the song nailed down just a couple nights ago. Oh wow! I'm anxious to uh, write it and pretty excited. I want to
0: go to that. So say that time and date again. Uh,
1: so uh, that one is seven o'clock. On Friday the twentieth.
0: Okay, I'm putting that on my calendar because that's early. I'd like to go to bed at eleven. See, Uh that's why I'm. Yeah, Yeah. well, I don't like to go to bed. I like to be home by Mm eleven. So, um, Jim, we were going to have a, um, we were going to do some psychotherapy with you today. Okay. So let's see, um, let's see what we can talk about. What's what's been going on? What's going on in
1: your? Well, you know, it's interesting. this is going to be an interesting weekend for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about four years ago. You will recall you were part of the uh, Bushwick Gallery, and you were doing your grandma character. Oh yes. Uh huh. And you may or may not recall I, I showed up and uh, I videoed you. Yeah. Like doing so it's one things. of
0: the few videos I have, and I use yeah. that one all the time. It was terrific. And,
1: and then, but then I was one of your. Uh, uh, grandchildren, you sat on and, my lap uh, and I rocked support you. support me on your lap, but yeah, I did. I, I
0: tell you that you were my favorite.
1: You did, and
0: did I tell you that I loved you? You're you my did. favorite, you and that I was proud of you.
1: But what I, I mean, I was in a not good place at that point, and I kind of laid my head on your lap and moaned about how I didn't have any money and I didn't have a job and I didn't know really? what I was going to do. And it was, uh, yeah, it was all true. And um and uh it was shortly thereafter that um I moved home, uh partly because I was out of money and could and couldn't find a job and also because uh my uh mom uh had taken a turn for the worse and um, so my dad needed help with mm. her. So that's about exact that's four years ago this summer mm. and uh we are now about uh, the, the halfway between now and then, my mom passed away um. in uh, uh, in what is it, uh, 2014, mm-hmm. and uh, so since then I've been living at in home in Westfield, New Jersey, the past four years, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so one thing that did come out of that is that I did get uh, not bad sized inheritance, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't have money problems anymore really mm-hmm. uh but mm-hmm. uh and you know my income is minimal i, I work as an editor uh for uh, as a freelance editor mostly for um, a company called Princeton Review that puts out I've heard um, of that. uh puts out uh, test prep books for all the tests SAT but PSAT it's a
0: big company
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, so they um so I correct, <laughs> uh, I correct grammar or uh, or often facts in you know, uh, like a U.S. history took tri- uh, uh, took t- t- Took the writers to task on some things, and I I never see uh, whether they accept my changes or not. You know not really. that,
0: that's so funny because when I'm I just I know I'm interrupting. My friend Henry Baumgartner, have you ever met him by any chance? He's been around for a million years in the East so. Village and stuff. I I don't I don't think I think he lives in Queens now or something. But mm-hmm. I used to like oh, he's a proofreader, so I used to say, you know, Henry, your whole your only mistake is finding other people's mistakes. You don't even make your own mistakes. <laughs>
1: It, well, well, it I used a, to make me mad. I was a I was a fact checker for many years at magazines. Um, oh, for so. Worth Magazine. Oh, yeah. And uh, then, uh, well, I had a better job at Ink Magazine. It wasn't, a f- but uh, at, at first, a magazine called Lotus. Back when uh, there was a company called Lotus that computer. invented the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah and then computer. Yeah, mem-
0: Remember when we used to read magazines? I'm sorry? Those, remember when we used to read magazines, those yeah. things that they would print out on paper?
1: <laughs> oh, I still do. I still I them. love magazines. You saw me reading a magazine? Yeah, The, the way
0: Atlantic.
1: In. I was. You're yeah. really,
0: yeah, yeah. You're yeah. educated, Jim. <laughs> you know shit. Your mind retains things.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, um, yeah. In, in my journalism career, I found that uh, people who can't figure out percentages get promoted to editor. <laughs> and, and people who can remain fact checkers. Uh so that's my cynical take on that. Uh-huh. Um but so the, this weekend uh, uh my plan is tomorrow night to spring it on my dad that I'm going to move back to the city. Ah uh-huh. and I'm not sure how he's going to take it.
0: Oh uh-huh. and
1: then on Saturday night I'm going to dinner with my sister and her husband. And tell her how Friday night went Um, And uh, My sister thinks she won't have a problem With it at all Okay, Uh, She said nobody expected you to live in the attic For the rest of your life And uh, the way you put it like that sounds right but I am not sure. I well, mean, perhaps well, I like my dad does expect me. Well I'm glad
0: you've brought that in because that's like a really tough thing to go through and I'm I want to make sure that we can give you, you know, make you feel give you the best best shot at making the best outcome. Mm-hmm. So um that's pretty heavy shit yeah, to have to yeah. deal with. I do like right away remarking that your sister uh, sister's supportive of you. I like that mm-hmm. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Is is her and
1: her husband too, or Sure.
0: Yeah. So tell me about um, where
1: does your sister live anyway? She lives in Morristown, New Jersey. And how close is that to where you're... Oh, it's it's like a 45-minute drive. So
0: you moving out, is that going to be extra responsibility to her with your dad? Is that going to affect her?
1: Uh, interesting question. Um, probably a little. I mean, I think we will be... You know, equidistant from him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, he is 88, and mm-hmm. he is in fine health. Mm-hmm. He still writes. He he wrote for the Wall Street Journal his whole life. Wow! And um, almost, and wow. still does uh, writes. Uh, and he's got uh, he's got a book coming out this November, really, and another one coming out on its heels, um, probably probably in 2017, I would guess. Wow! Uh, so, uh, yeah, he is doing fine. What uh, does he write about? Uh, he writes about economics, um, Jesus. generally. Jesus, he is—he is—you uh, know—he's—he's he's done. He, he wrote editorials for the journal for a long time, so wow. that was on all kinds of so politics, economics. But these days, I would say most of his uh, articles are are about economics of, in, in some way or another.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's got brains.
1: Yeah. What did your mom do? She was also a journalist. Really? Uh, yeah. She—they actually met on. Uh, the uh, when they both worked for the Logansport Ferris Tribune of mm-hmm. Logansport, Indiana. Oh wow! They um, my mom got a job a real step up for the Muncie Evening Press in Muncie, Indiana, and mm-hmm. uh, and then got my dad a job. Uh, oh. And they uh, got married uh, when they both lived in Muncie, mm-hmm. and then just a couple years after that. Um, they uh, – my dad got a job in Chicago with a journal mm-hmm. and was with the journal for the next, like, 52 years. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. So they sound like smart people. Did they have a good relationship?
1: They did. Yeah, sure. A very, very oh. uh, good, uh, close relationship. Oh,
0: That must have been really, you know, great to have – to grow up with
1: that. Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, we certainly had our conflicts as – one does in, really in generations and <laughs> really <parents>. Oh, sure. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and so, also and, and, and very. You know, I have a middle sister. So Marianne is the one in oh. Morristown. She's um she's the youngest. Uh, I'm the oldest, and uh, there's a middle sister who now goes by Molly, and she lives in Brattleboro, Vermont. Oh, so are you not close with her? Pretty close with her. Um mm-hmm. I have my. I have specific issues with her at this point that we may get into. Uh mm-hmm. um but uh yeah, I mean I think we're uh you know, we're all doing okay now. Right. Um I don't right. know, should we go to those issues right now?
0: No, or? I will. I think we should really try to focus a little more. I'm just trying to get the background so we can focus on yeah. your, what's going on with your dad and then maybe we see mm-hmm. see if it's relevant, mm-hmm. more relevant. So I just want to get like um, – I was just trying to find out if your um, parents had a good relationship because that would sort of like influence how your dad was – so what what is going on with your dad now? Like what – I mean what happened? You moved in there. Your mom was – what did she have?
1: She had Alzheimer's, but she was also bedridden. She had, um, what happened was they went to, I mean, she was starting to do poorly, but like in, what, the summer of 20, spring of 2012, they went out to Indiana, Mm -hmm. and then she had a seizure Uh. pretty much after they were out there. So she was in the hospital there Mm. for like a few months, and Mm. then uh, they brought her home. And at that point, she couldn't walk. She was Mm. bedridden. And, uh, you know, that. So that, that must a, have
0: been a very, very difficult, what was it, two years? A very yeah. difficult two years with you and your family, you and your dad and your mom, right? Yeah. I mean, was that really, really hard?
1: It, I, no. I mean, it was— Sounds. It,
0: was, it sounds it, like it is. It
1: was It was easy. I mean, my job was to basically pick her up and uh, put her in a wheelchair and wheel her in for dinner. And then we would have dinner and then we'd put her back to bed and, you know— So she
0: ate. which she ate? Obviously, she she ate. Yeah. Was she cognizant at all, or
1: hardly? Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was. uh, You know, how did she? It was essentially a bundle of. Fear and confusion, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it, must
0: have been really hard to, to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, there were uh, amusing moments. Oh, um, yeah, right.
0: I had an aunt with Alzheimer's. It's uh, like having a baby around. They say the funniest things. Right.
1: Like, for example, one time, I mean, I would I would have to tell her what I was going to do when I was picking her up because, she, you know, she wouldn't. So, so I had to phrase it right. I mean, at one point, and, you know, the, the, the point was I would undo the covers and swing her legs around and then pick her up by her shoulders and right. put her in the chair. And so so at one point, I, you know, I would tell her what I was going to do. And at one point I said, uh, okay, so I'm going to take your feet. And then she wagged a finger at me. You are not taking my feet.
0: <laughs> um, that is kind of funny. <laughs> and uh, Where are the feet? Where and, are the you know, feet? You right, don't have them now? Right. You should and, have taken them.
1: Right. Uh, There's an
0: art project in there.
1: Another time, this is an amusing one. Um Another time, you know, she didn't know me. For, she didn't right. – sometimes she would call me, you know, that boy or sometimes she'd call me that white-haired old man. Um, <laughs> nice. And uh, Did you but, say, well, look at you, mom? <laughs> um, but she – but, you know, she would track conversations. So one time my dad and I were uh, talking about a, another writer at the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. and I said to him uh, – yeah, he. I mean, he, he said he was a little difficult to work with, and I said, "Yeah, he seems like kind of a hard ass." And my mom heard that. And she said, "What did you say?" And I said, "This guy, he kind of seems like a hard ass." And she said, "As your mother, I will thank you to not use that kind of language." Oh, <laughs> so that's the one time so she, she knew who I was she knew, when she yeah. knew to, uh
0: So, so that must have been really. Uh, I mean, I find that very meaningful and touching and generous and caring that you helped your dad out. Did.
1: Did, was he appreciative or? Oh, sure. I yeah. mean, um, was I, that and, and I'm thankful to him that he uh, uh, he quickly got me out of diaper changing duty. Um, you get a nurse. What's that?
0: How do did he? Did well, he get I a- mean,
1: I, I mean, he'd learned to do it himself. Oh, and I see. We had a home health care person. You did three yeah. times a week. Oh, okay. Uh, so he had to do it himself a lot. I, yeah. I helped at first and did sometimes when he wasn't there. Right, uh, but. Um, yeah, but, so uh,
0: but yeah. you did it together. Did it change your relationship with your dad at all, or a, a must have? Well, I or? guess we
1: got. I mean, at first, at first there was friction. He had this idea that um, that he wanted me to collaborate with him on this book he was writing. <laughs> and well, I mean, I did. Uh, this was a sort of a different version of it. He wanted me to investigate humor of the thirties and.
0: Oh, that's about. funny
1: and but it wasn't something i was into at all and uh, so and there was, was friction
0: about that
1: there was friction about that but uh, at but, but at that, the
0: end of the day you wound up staying there 2 years 2 years 2 years after your mother passed away yeah, right yeah so uh, what 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 was that about was it just like convene? you know i i, mean, you know, it I was, bet it was, it was good, easy. and um, yeah I bet it was
1: and uh and you know you're not paying rent <laughs> not paying no, right. anything really so, so it was just and, um, uh, and, and mm-hmm. so, uh, but it, you know, it's, it's time to, um, so, time to move on. So here, when
0: you look back on the period of the whole four years, would you say like it, it has a, what would you say? Like a positive sense or, uh. A... Well,
1: the, there was a bad thing too, which is that I had, I, uh, I had lost health insurance. Oh, um, and, Jesus, uh, so country. I had been, you know, I've got diabetes. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Oh. And, uh. Uh, and high blood pressure, oh, and uh, I had been taking testosterone, mm. uh, and uh, so that that kind of, you know, and I just went without stuff for two years, and I finally got in, enrolled in, uh, um, it's not exactly Obamacare, it's Medicaid in Jersey, which ah. turned out to be pretty darn good, good. Uh, for the past couple of years, except for the fact that now uh, it's been canceled or suspended in the past month because of a kind of silly mistake I made... Um, uh, other people made, but and so I'm waiting to see. It should be reinstated, but this is <sighs> mm-hmm. kind of screwing me up. So,
0: husband. so the the whole the whole four years adds up to um a combination of convenience and helping start out with that, and and now it's time to move on. So, what do you what do you how do you ma- what do you imagine your fa- father's going to say? Do you think he's going to be surprised or like? What does it feel like to what do you what are you feeling? How do you? Like what's going on? Like, how do you imagine telling him? How does it feel? Like, describe that.
1: Well, I'm not. If he asks, yes, it's interesting. He he never got to ask what I was doing today because I wouldn't want to wouldn't have wanted to tell him. Right. I, I could have said, well, I'm going to be shrunk on the air. Don't <laughs> listen. But that's you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, he didn't ask. So, but I I'm wondering if he'll ask me what I'm doing Saturday night, and uh, if he does, it I'll say, well. I'm going to have dinner with uh, Marianne and Johnny, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, how the next ten minutes of your and my conversation right now went. Uh, (laughs) So, um, so
0: you're sort of planning on bringing it up in a sort of humorous way, uh, or what? uh, Let me ask you this: What is the obstacle? Like, what is? It's obviously causing you anxiety, as it would make sense. It's natural, but what? What are you? Where? Where's the anxiety? What are you concerned about? What are you saying? what are you afraid? oh the fact
1: that without you know that uh I'll be paying rent and this little nest egg will be will be uh, there will be a clock ticking I mean, I've probably got enough to, to even last a year without income, and not much more than that, mm-hmm. and I'll be making some income, but I'll need to make more income uh so there's so that's so you that's it, it, it feels like i'm you know I'm sixty and it feels in a way like I'm six and right started school oh, again, I or, know or maybe you know twenty two and out on my own. Out of college and stuff. You no, know, it's, this, it's is a a really,
0: this is yeah. a really tough period of life. I mean, because, um, you know, it's. I think I think that, you know, the 60s or, you know, late 50s, early 60s are pretty transitional because you, you are – we all are. It's not just
1: you yeah, or me. I was, We're um,
0: all – I mean, I see it all around with people my age, our age.
1: Yeah, I, I was laid you know? off uh, when I was – what? Uh, it's been – it was 2011. Yeah, uh, yeah no, so I mean, it's, it's a
0: hard – Career, and, and, and yeah, you're, yeah, you've
1: got age discrimination now in terms of yeah.
0: Job. I mean, it's an, it's a hard time to look for a job in this economy, and it's it's yeah. it's, it's much different it's, than just. I think it's being, easier than
1: it was five years ago. Now, but but, but
0: it's still know. it's just harder being at sixty than fifty, like a lot harder. I get right. it. Yeah. But so you're sort of concerned. It sounds like that your dad is going to think that you're not making good use of your money.
1: Oh
0: no. Um I mean what 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 I was imagining you were going to say would be more about his, you know, that he didn't want to be alone or you were afraid to tell yeah, him it's you more, were leaving it's more of that. but it's more of that. So yeah. can you cuz it's interesting what you said was about the, you know, the money but you know that you're going to be spending. Well, your that's nest where my at. anxiety. But that's your anxiety. But, but uh, you know, in terms of the uh, yeah, dad but we're focused on um, you know how to handle him. You're right. We're yeah. all yeah paying rent's everybody's problem. Right. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But um, so what do you what are you anxious about um as far as telling him? What do you think? He, what what do you imagine he's going to say? Or,
1: well, I mean, you know, my hope is that he'll say, uh, you know, Jesus, I thought you'd never leave. Um, but uh. uh the conversation that I worry will take a turn is like, he might say, well, I don't think that's a good idea. And he might start quizzing me as to, you know, what my plans are. And at that point, I think I have to be firm and say, uh, you know, listen, I, depending on how, I mean, you know, I have these conversations in my head all the time late at Mm -hmm. night and I may get angry. Uh, but, you know, I I have to be, be firm and say, um, look, I'm not going to argue with you about or really discuss with you what my plans are. Uh, I'm just telling you that I'm going to do this, and um, we'll just take it from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, because he does have a history, mm-hmm. and I think with all three of us, the relationship's a little different, but he... He does have a history of wanting me to do things I don't want to do and not liking what I do do, and um, uh, and you know. It, but he's disapproving. Say that again.
0: He sounds like he's a kind of disapproving kind of.
1: Uh, he can be, yeah. He he, um, mm-hmm. he can be critical, um, <laughs> and I think his relationship with my youngest sister is quite different in that way. What I mean? mean, you know, my parents. I mean, I think there's a. The thing about my parents is that um, they really did raise us, you know, telling us that we should do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. But then, when we made those choices, they were not really happy. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and I came to realize that he, the thing that he real they really liked was when when I went into journalism, you know, oh, yeah. And because uh, uh, I remember mm-hmm. re- relatives on there growing mm-hmm. up would say, "Well, you're going to follow in your father's footsteps," and. I hate that phrase, don't you? Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh uh and that was a no, but I mean it, it is the case. It's of, annoying, I didn't really right? do much of anything in my early in my 20s. I uh, I helped found Improv Boston, which is still going strong. That's pretty big. Uh, but I worked as a part-time timer at Barnes and Noble on the floor mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. seven years, mm-hmm. uh, which is maybe not what. So, so wait, a college graduate, not putting himself to the best of his.
0: Right. Life. So your you're, you your your parents are clearly like you know s- career people who've done well, and you're more of a creative person who yeah. isn't like a you know doesn't have that same. Yeah. Stick so, to the program. So p- I'm, I'm kind program. of in the middle
1: that way. Uh, my sister Molly is totally. In the creative stuff and not making money at all, and Marianne has done quite well as a uh, a writer. As a, she's written for TV, wow! And she actually just won a um, uh, an award uh, in Nashville, and she she won an award for a screenplay at the Nashville uh, Film Festival last week. Weekend. Whoa! So um, well,
0: there's no shortage of um, mental power in your family. That's obvious. Yeah. Um but here's what I'm wondering about. What I'm wondering about is – there's a certain this is now this is money that your mother left you just for you. Right. Okay. Well I mean it was it was uh, I mean you know everybody got it oh oh yeah. yeah whatever but this is money that's allocated to you that that is your money now, right? Yeah. And um so you're taking a bit of a risk um by moving out because You'll be able to pay the for the apartment for a while, but then you can't pay for it for the rest of your life correct, okay, so that's a little anxiety producing mm-hmm. um now with your dad, what I'm hearing what I'm wondering about what I may be hearing and what I am wondering about is if you're afraid that your dad is going to echo your fears like maybe some of the fears that some of the things that he's going to bring up to you like what are your plans. Um, you might be projecting some of that on him. Is that possible, or yep. you think so? Yep.
1: Um, and uh, you know, there, and you don't there, have there, a and, good and, answer. And, and, and there's a there's a there's a limit to how much you know. I, I I don't want to get into the to these discussions about you know justifying whatever I do to him well, because well, I don't. I, right. Boil it boils down to it, I, I'm not really interested in his opinion. And when you put something like that to him, I mean, I, there's a cruel way to put it, but I think there's truth to it that he is sometimes he, – he, he certainly has played the editorial writer card, if you will, which is that – which is sort of an attitude that – well, I got paid to write my opinions, and so he thinks it's because he got paid to write his opinions for thirty years that his opinions on anything are worth more than anybody else's.
0: Well, that sounds really arrogant and obnoxious. Is that okay <laughs> that I say that? Yeah. Is it arrogant and obnoxious to be around?
1: It, it, it's Sometimes it's, it's, it's something. It's it's something. I mean, he's gotten a yeah. lot. He's gotten a lot more humble, I think. And but, I mean, I yeah. think I've, in, in some but arguments, I kid. think I have won. You're you his know.
0: kid. Yes, yeah. so, right. arguments that you've won. So not only that, it's like he. It's almost like he's gotten this this societal uh, stamp of approval that uh, you know makes him right. I mean, I mean, in front of everybody, including you and everybody else that's around him. You know what I mean? To
1: an extent, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he just does. Yeah.
1: But uh, I mean, you know, we we have honest. I mean, uh, you know, he, politically, he's been a conservative, mm-hmm. but he, you know, had expressed libertarian tendencies. I'm uh, I'm a through and through libertarian, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, well, there was an incident. I don't know if we want to get into this because uh, <laughs> this this can take an hour in itself. But, oh uh, God! There was an incident in uh, to put it very briefly, 1990. Um they lived in uh, my mom and dad lived in Belgium from 90 to 95. He was running the um mm-hmm. uh, editorial page of Wall Street Journal Europe. And so came to visit them in 1990, spent a week with them. Uh at the end of the week I went I took a trip to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And uh spent the day there, had a couple coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, got really stoned. Yeah. And uh and uh there was a little roach that I couldn't finish. At the last place I went, so I just stuck it in my pocket, got, topped the train back to Belgium. Right. And, well, you know, I ain't no Fourth Amendment in Belgium, so, like, actually, I, I... Was it, Was the police involved? The police were involved. They, 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 and they, they, then they,
0: were your parents involved after oh, that? I'm
1: afraid so. Uh, they, so uh, that's
0: unpleasant. Yeah. Did, uh, have so, they gotten over that?
1: Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I okay. mean, uh, but... Uh, uh, and so he's aware. I, he may be aware that I smoke pot and up up in the third floor. Uh, oh, and he may smoking! Not, or he may and, be oblivious, uh, and if he's aware, okay. he, he, he doesn't care.
0: Well, here here's um. what I think because I think this is. I'm going to say that I think some of this is. I think this is a really good example to discuss because um, I think that. Um, Given the dynamic of who he is and who you're, you know, dealing with him in, in, in growing up in your family, I think that, you know, he may have power. You may be giving him some of your power uh, just in general because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he he is probably a little bit larger than life and he probably is really smart and he's probably right about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But – um I imagine that might have gotten exaggerated in your mind and everybody else's. Did your mom treat him with any particular like respect as oh, a Yeah. Was totally. he like the genius or the right guy, whatever your yeah. dad says? I mean, my, my
1: mom was, you know, uh mm-hmm. he he has a sort of um Intellectual intelligence, and my mom had a great deal of social intelligence. She, mm-hmm. My mom was a uh, schmoozer and mm-hmm. uh, had a way of making everybody. So
0: your mom grew. actually probably helped his career enormously. Then,
1: well, yeah, probably. She was right, a, uh, because yeah, mm-hmm. she,
0: he had a representative. So mm-hmm. when they had a party, did they have a lot of parties? Yeah, they had. That a big a social party. life.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say a huge one late you know they would throw with the right people, time. maybe well, <laughs> sure I mean it, you know it's uh suburban new jersey uh wealthy suburb uh,
0: and also, I mean your father probably like i'm I'm wondering if your mom you know your dad sounds like uh he must have been opinionated and 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 he was probably given a free pass for acting opinionated, but I bet your mom also smoothed a lot out for for him with oh, everybody well, sometimes
1: right? sometimes she would outdo him on on certain conservative things she would she would take a harder line than he would mm. uh so uh so yeah
0: and plus they're very conservative so i wonder if there's a little bit uh, there's a little bit if you have a little bit of fear of him still you know like i guess that would be normal for anybody um right? There, he's a I little scary. T- 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 I mean I- for it- anybody. There's something I get of that. It.
1: There's something of that. Yeah. Yeah. But I as I say I try to But uh, but fear I fear and
0: to, fear and anger are like close cousins, right? Yeah. So there's probably This reminds
1: me of this reminds me of something uh from my childhood. Um uh, I, did, I mean, I was probably nine or eight or nine or so, and I uh, I asked if I could wear something, you know, given the temperature, so a jacket or whatever I was wearing, and I, mm-hmm. and I said, Mom, you know, is it okay if I wear this? and And she said yes, and then I continued to justify it after she had already said yes because I had— <laughs> Prepared this argument. Oh, uh, that's it. so
0: funny! Yes, yeah, see, <laughs> you know, it was okay. see, that's what I'm wondering about, and um, <laughs> I just, I just think that, um, see, I want, I, I, I want you to have. I'm trying to think of how to say this without sounding like, you know, like, um. A, Condescending asshole. Like um, for me to sound like a condescending <laughs> yes, do asshole <laughs> to you, so forgive me, okay? Okay. <laughs> but because um, I can't figure it out, um, and uh, so just forgive me. But I just want you to have all the respect that you deserve, right? And I think you're giving giving some of it away to them. I mean, and your mom isn't here. I understand, but it is them in a way, okay. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Isn't uh-huh. it them? Yeah. And I think your dad. You know, if you have, I mean, I see that with. My husband with Phil, like um, I'm just more socially, I don't know what it is, adept than he is. Right. And I definitely have helped his social life. Come on, no Mm -hmm. way. Because I introduce him to people, I introduce him to gallerists that I know. I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, when you have somebody helping you out that way, Mm -hmm. it can really further – further you know what i mean your father has probably had some help too that's what i'm
1: saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: so on a pragmatic level well that,
1: that, that is a sometimes a source of contention is uh, um is that he has he has always tried to and wanted to help me in certain ways but all of these things have always backfired or not been what i wanted in terms of say for example <coughs> excuse me um like putting me in touch with conservative writers, he knows, and saying, well, you should write this for them about ending the drug war, and and this, mm-hmm. this guy, a uh, <coughs> guy named Bob Terrell, he goes by uh, Emmett Terrell, mm-hmm. uh, editor of uh, American Spectator, very conservative guy, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, he's he's really not interested, but I spent a lot of time on that, or setting me up with a... <coughs> you know, sending me up with a PR guy in case I wanted to go into sort of corporate mm-hmm. PR. Yeah,
0: he's got great connections, I'm sure. Well, yeah, right?
1: I, but I mean, but he was somewhat mendacious even and manipulative in the way he set that up. He said, "Well, here's a guy who wants to talk to you, and uh, well, he only wants to talk to me because Dad said I wanted to talk oh, to him, and I, I see. didn't want to talk to him." Oh,
0: you know? I see. Yeah, so. that's kind of aggra- That's that's not. It's you know what? I'm just going to flat out say that's not right. Mm-hmm. But also, I wonder if your dad saw you for who you were, or if oh, his I don't. A, you
1: know, I don't. You know, during the
0: did do you think do, the yeah.
1: confrontation when? <laughs> back back to Belgium for a second. What the what the cops did was uh, so, uh, you know, they found me with a joint. They arrested me and uh, uh, they typed mm-hmm. out a confession, and uh, they fined me what the money I had on me, um, and um, they uh, and I said, "Well, how am I going to get home?" You took all my money. I said, "Don't worry, your parents will be there, uh, and they'll pay for your cab ride." And yeah, they were up and they were dressed because. The Belgian cops had seen fit to come to their house and search it,
0: just <laughs> to make sure I wasn't a
1: fucking drug lord. Oh man, that sucks. I mean, obviously that was not their intention. Their intention was to embarrass me. So
0: yeah, know. that's horrible. And anyway,
1: so during that uh, during that conversation, he you know, that dad, dad went on this thing about how you know there's sometimes that I think that you know you display things that are not the real you. And, you know, that really stuck with me. That what, did, he, what
0: did that mean to you? What does that he, mean? He
1: thought, that the, means that he thought the real me was a lot more like him and that my uh, hippy-dippy tendencies were not the real me. So
0: he didn't know – he didn't really see you. He saw you through his own ego, if, if I may say so. I think
1: I'm really trashing your dad. I'm sorry. I think there's something to that. He's
0: yes. really making me angry. <laughs> I'm really kind of like – because I think you're like the sweetest – kindest person i mm-hmm. mean as well as i know you and i think that you probably have a lot of humility which is one of the things that i find um particularly charming and 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 a, and res- something i really respect about you okay and um i think that's a great quality and not a typical male quality by any means okay and i think a lot of that may come from being around your dad mm-hmm. but i'm going to say that i don't think your dad really really gets you do you? Is that make sense? You know,
1: I I, I think uh, I think these days he he maybe uh, he's he's fine with the totality of me as it is now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, he he
0: sees you're fine, and you know, uh, you are who you are. But I mean, but I'm saying, like, he doesn't like like he probably can't picture you in here having this conversation right now, maybe, or doing one of those funny songs, or has he come? Well, he know,
1: yeah, I mean, I have played. Well, the th- the thing with my funny song, you haven't heard any of them. Uh, so the thing is that I did um, not prepare.
0: No, um,
1: the, 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 I was the, having the, my tits checked. <laughs> yes, the, the 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 thing is that uh, um, my songs are deliberately provocative. They mm-hmm. they they, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they do they they. That's why they're successful. Is that they are uh, you know on the edge of bad taste, but funny enough that right. so so there's a lot right. of songs I wouldn't. Want, and, you know, you asked, do I have anything on tape? But I, th- I think certainly during the 90s, um, uh, you know, I, and that's why the, the surf reality scene was so liberating and, mm-hmm. and fun and everything. But, I mean, if I, I think that there's a good chance that if, you know, the songs I had written were out there and available on YouTube or whatever, Mm -hmm. Then I might have a hard time keeping or getting a job. Well,
0: yeah, all Uh, of us. Yeah, uh, all of us. All of us. I'm debating right now
1: whether... Uh, for the Thursday show, I should do my Monica Lewinsky song because she's kind of back in the news these I days. I know,
0: I know. Bring it, yeah, bring it definitely. You think uh, I should? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, because especially now because we know Trump's going to be on that in a heartbeat once once the real election, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. starts. But um, so so um, I want to just know one more, you know, we only have like 13 minutes left. Can you believe this? Okay. So I want to like try and get to the get to the bottom of this a little more which is to understand like on a pragmatic level what moving out will mean for your dad like as far as like him being able to get around and all
1: that kind of stuff or yeah like, I mean he
0: he does he, he do you do what do you do for him
1: I do uh, basically um, basically he cooks and I clean up mm-hmm. I mean that's a, so we have dinner uh, mm-hmm. every night when we're both there mm-hmm. um, and I help mow the lawn Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been a he has been a stalwart in uh, the town mm-hmm. of Westfield as one of the only people in town who doesn't hire a company that hires Mexicans to mow their lawn, you know. So, uh, but I mean, is he he's a Is he like
0: going to be okay by himself?
1: That's that's a question, really. Uh, but I mean, I my well, my I think yes, uh, physically sure. Uh, Emotionally, I'm not sure what how how it will go down, Uh and that might be, you know. Uh And what do you that might motivate him? What I think might happen is that it, you know, the fact that he wouldn't like being alone would cause him to critique my decision in terms of what's best for me when he would really be thinking about what's best for him. Right. And so I think it's important to to make that distinction and you know say Mm -hmm. look, you know. I'll take care of me. I'll be fine. And both between Marianne and me, and to a limited extent, Molly, uh, you know, we want to do whatever, uh, whatever help you need as to what you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, he likes the house. It's a big old house, Mm -hmm. and uh, um, he did. At one point, he said that um, he realized that if he wanted ever wanted to leave the house, he'd probably do better. Keeping it and renting it out hmm. Rather than selling it mm-hmm. He might do financially better that way But, um, well, the good but news, I don't know what he wants to do Well the
0: but, good uh, news is that physically he's in good shape That's yeah. the best part of it yeah. And he's sharp, he has mm-hmm. his marbles yeah. That's really key mm-hmm. um, Does he have um, friends? Does he have other friends? You know, does yeah, he have he a social goes, life? and stuff Yeah, like although,
1: although they're, they're starting to lose their marbles Yeah, uh, that's true uh, they're he, probably goes, not- he, goes, he goes out to dinner with a couple Every couple weeks And uh, mm-hmm. Interestingly, that um mm-hmm. that couple has a daughter who is married to Jim Jarmusch. Oh um, no kidding. Yeah, Whoa. Yeah. Um but uh uh so yeah, the, he's having trouble hearing them. He's he's been very uh, you know, I when I needed a hearing aid, I went and got one. He's been very frugal if uh, or uh Vain. What's what, what's what's the word? Miserly uh-huh. about spending money on a hearing aid Oh, and really it, and it uh uh, so he's he's got one now that works pretty well. I mean, actually, I think he does almost as well as me with what he has. Mm-hmm. But uh, what he does he, have a trouble hearing how, some conversations. How
0: is he about being alone? Some people are just fine with it, and some people hate it. Is he? How would you describe him about? Being? Well, I
1: mean, you know, he. Um, uh, I mean i I don't know, you know, because because he's been he's never he, lived he was a alone. Mom, you know, yeah. Right. Whereas but, I've lived alone. Uh, for large portions of my life. Right. it's something he's never but I really mean, done because I've been there since mom died. Right. And so he hasn't done that really.
0: But I mean, is he the kind of guy that's not happy if there aren't other people around? Can you tell? Or does he go places alone? I think he's
1: going to find that out. Uh, so
0: he's going to have a growth experience, really. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really, you know, that's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. So here, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that this is going to be a really good experience for both of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, no matter how it no matter, you know, I mean uh, first of all, I mean it sounds like your relationship with him is perfectly fine. Right. You know, he's. I think that he must have been difficult to like have your own identity around for everybody. Maybe more so for you being the oldest boy. I mean it was probably yeah, toughest mm-hmm. on you, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Although my middle sister Molly uh you know, certainly had her difficulties and had her times when, uh, you know, she just didn't want to come down. And there there was an episode now about 10 years ago, eight years ago, where he he really wanted her down for Christmas and she was balking at it and like had all these things that fell through, but she, you know, she maybe kind of passive-aggressive accidentally fell Mm -hmm. through, you know. Mm -hmm. And so he finally went up, to get her and bring her back, and uh, she didn't want to go. He went and so there. he essentially tried to kidnap her, uh, <laughs> and they had a scene in the parking lot in the brown Wow, Opera, awesome! And, and I wish
0: Jim Jarmusch had gotten that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she knows. Uh, I, so, I what remember. was
0: that like? How old were you? Were you a teenager and... Oh no, no, no,
1: this was this was uh, just ten years ago. Um, <sighs> So so we were in our 50s.
0: That seems really wrong of your – I mean, your dad – I don't know. Would it, would well, he it, was
1: – he was, you know, wanted to enforce family togetherness. We were is he at,
0: what, was he out of control or did he just he believe was, he was know, doing the right thing?
1: Well, he – you know, uh, he, he said – you know, he told Molly, get in this car right now or I'll never talk to you again. And uh, so she didn't. <laughs> and um, so he – uh he went back, and he was contrite afterwards, and he oh, apologized. Oh, well, that's good. That's and, good. Uh, and I think now he treats Molly with a great deal of deference and um, is just thankful that she's forgiven him for trying so to kidnap her. So she stood
0: up to him. Good <laughs> yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah. And ha- was your mom in that? In no, the... she
1: – no, she was just at home. What we were, was your mom's we point at of view on that? Um did she stick up for?
0: Did she take sides, or did she? I, what did she, you what do you what? think I she thought re, about? I don't remember. What um, do you think? What, I mean, how would she have? Ta- how would she have thought about that? Do you believe? Like, was she on your dad's side, or, or did she think he was overbearing? That sounds overbearing. It's interesting.
1: I I I don't really remember what she thought about it. But
0: do you did you see her generally as somebody who is on his side? Yes. And,
1: oh, absolutely. And he
0: was. He sounds a bit overbearing,
1: right? And sometimes, you know, in some. Sometimes she would be the badass, you know. Uh, so
0: she could be overbearing as well. So they were a good team.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Good overbearing. <laughs> Are you a Jew? Are you a Jew like I oh, am? Oh, no,
1: no, not at all. Oh,
0: wow. That's so interesting. No, a wasp. I was, um, so you're like a Protestant then. Probably. Yeah, I, I was
1: actually yeah. – uh, grew up in the congregational church. Um, mm-hmm. I was president of my church youth group. Uh, in high school.
0: So this this makes me feel better. It doesn't just happen in Jewish families where they have overbearing overbearing mothers. Oh, good. So here's what I'm going to say. We have like six minutes left. Um, I think this is such a great opportunity for you. I think this is a great opportunity for you to feel really centered and grounded and confident in the fact that you don't really – Have a plan,
1: (laughs) right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I I have a few ideas that uh, things I definitely want to work on. I mean, assuming you know, I mean, Tom is going to be my real estate guy, Uh and my target is July first. You don't
0: have to explain this to me.
1: Well, uh, but um, no, I just want to. I do want to. You want to say it? Okay. I I, want to say that um, you know I'll spend the first month. Reuniting with my shit, which has been in storage in Brooklyn uh, for four years, at kind of a pretty penny at this point, point. Uh, and just getting very organized in a way that mm-hmm. I uh, that I didn't quite when I moved from uh, Manhattan to Brooklyn back in um, 2010. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, and uh, get very organized, and then I have a few projects, uh, including music, I want to work on, and uh, and see how to make income. Jim,
0: you are a really smart guy and very motivated. There's mm-hmm. no question about that, right? Or, I, 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 mean, s- I sometimes and, and wonder and you, about my
1: own motivation. I'm not as I. There, there are people who you are, are more really, motivated. There than me. are, of course, there are. Yeah. Look at
0: Beyonce. But you're a smart guy, and you, you, you are, well, you, are ca- <laughs> you are competent. You are competent as m- way more. You know, I mean, right. come on. Yeah. So you're, you can. I mean, this is not, you know, this is not like you're not saying I'm going to, you know, uh, my job right now is I want to run a music company, you know, like a record company or something. Like you're being real, you know, you can get this together. It's not that hard. You can do it. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that, um, so what I'm saying is this is a really great opportunity for you to be really centered about the fact that you don't have a, like a, Cut and dried plan, mm-hmm. but you know you've obviously have it sorted out. You know how you're going to get an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, you have ideas about what you want to do. You know what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, you deserve to get back to the life that you're that you put aside to help your family. Gosh and darn
1: it, I'm good enough. <laughs> no, but <laughs> yeah. Tom,
0: I mean Tom,
1: Jim. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I mean, you did. I know some of it, you know, was convenient for you, but. I mean, in your heart of hearts, I think you did a lot to help out your family, mm-hmm. no? Yes. I mean, it was invaluable, right? Yeah. Have you been thanked for that by your dad, by the way? Has he shown appreciation for everything you've done?
1: Oh, I don't I know. I guess not. Uh, I hope your father not. doesn't
0: listen to this because he's going to be mad yeah. at me.
1: <laughs> um, well, yeah, You're a lot nicer. I, I, I think we, I arranged it so that... Uh, well, I mean, a, I didn't publicize this at all. So you, well, you, 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 you but you, he doesn't know you, you, so, um. you.
0: Well, you're a lot nicer to him than I am.
1: <laughs> right? No, yeah. but I
0: mean, do you see what I'm saying, Jim? It's like whatever you decide, like your mm. plan for your life, uh, is really sensible, mm. and th- there's nothing. There is absolutely nothing to explain or to rationalize, or right, right, right. I mean, there's nothing about that that you could second guess. Yeah. Okay. But I also am really like thinking, like thinking in terms of how your father's going to react. I mean, I believe like a really healthy way to react would be: you've been a wonderful son, you've been there for us, and I'm happy that you're going to go do what you want to do.
1: Yeah, I don't think he'll say anything like that, but he, he may. He may feel that I don't. That's that does not sound like him talking when you say that. He's he's not much one for
0: being overly thanks or yeah you know or for
1: uh right uh, but um so i just hope he's cool enough with it and if he isn't i'll have to be firm you
0: know yeah but but um anyway i want you to say that to yourself though oh yeah okay say that to yourself say like i did something really great for my family my whole family Mm -hmm. and uh this is what i'm going to do and i and i deserve like you should walk away from that feeling like a little bit heroic a little bit a little bit heroic okay
1: because of what... We you, can throw me a parade in Bushwick in July. Yeah,
0: no, you should, should feel really like you've done something great. Not when is the
1: Bushwick Gallery thing this year? They still have that? In
0: uh, October, October.
1: Oh, really? But, it's later, but,
0: huh? But, um, so, I, so, like, I would try to be as, you know... So how are you going to tell him?
1: At, at dinner, on Friday night, tomorrow night.
0: And uh, when you're having dinner with them? And yeah. you're just going to come out and say it, right?
1: Yeah, uh, possibly saying, well, I'm having – a possible way to go is saying, well, I'm having dinner with uh, Marianne and Johnny and uh, – because that, that's something we've never done and I, I don't know if my sister I, – I, in other words, I haven't gotten together with them or my sister –
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Without
1: the presence of younger, you know, her daughter or yeah. dad in yeah. forever. You know? Well, here's something. Since, since here's since something my I'm going to say. Born. We've got
0: one minute left, probably less. Is that I think you'll be best off if you start out in a direct way. Okay, and just say, "Dad, I've got something to tell you." Because that way, he will see you probably see you more clearly. If you couch yeah. it in anything, he's going to like use that as a. He must be God he must be he's scary (laughs) (laughs) I have a terrible problem with authority figures so I'm sure if I